I'm Oz and this is Jake. Hello. We've decided to market our podcast on the astral plane, and this guy with keys for fingers offered us a hell of a deal. You're in the damn woods. Welcome to the Damn Woods Monday Media Podcast. It's your boys Jake and Oz. Did you know they're still making movies? They're still making movies. They are still making movies, and they're still making horror movies. Outrageous. And it is I mean, the I, month I, of... I'm pretty sure that I voted against this. I, yeah, the last election. Who knows? Something, something. We're a republic, not a democracy. Yeah, God so damn it. that's what I thought I was voting for, was no more movies. <laughs> no more horror movies. Give, no, no more not movies, even no, no more horror movies, just... Movies done. You know, few, few, uh, few years off of movies. Let me get yeah. caught up. Everyone calm down with the movies. Yeah, why, why are we still making movies? This is crazy. Yeah. So, how uh, we're, we're going to talk about the fucking quadrilogy of movies. We skipped one because I was pretty sure I'd been told. So, this is my fault. I've been told that the third movie was effectively... It didn't have any of the original characters. Oh, after well, fuck, fuck that. Yeah, yeah. So that was wrong, though. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I'm going to go, and I'm, I'm, I'm probably going to end up going watching it again eventually, but we're going to talk about the first, second, and fourth Insidious flicks. Insidious. Um, and, like, this is not like a, st- you know, these are horror movies, and they're, the fourth ones n- came out this year, so we'll spoiler tag that one, but the other two are, like, Eight years old, five years old. Yeah, it's a little freaky how actually old these movies are. Um, yeah, 2010. 2010 for the first one. It which was the first like, one, yeah. Because it released in 2011, but still, yeah. like Yeah. Fucking okay. Jeez. That's pretty nuts, right? But, uh, I mean, beyond that, like, it's, it's, I will say this, like, as far as modern-ish, modern horror movies, right? Mod- like, modern in, in style, production, and time produced. Right. These ones are strangely like less offensive to my senses than most. They're not terrible. Now, yeah, granted, like, I'm saying that as somebody who's not into horror movies and who can mm-hmm. recognize that these movies are not for me. Oh, sure. Like they're really not for me. Yeah, they are. They are creepy as shit and weird. They're creepy as shit and weird, which I like. Mm-hmm. Uh, they mm. are also regular horror movies in the sense yeah. that there are going to be things lurching at the screen to get a just, rise out of you. Which just ceaseless lurching. A lot of lurching. Quite a lot so of lurching. So I, I have, you know, we've, we've talked about on the show how we're not fans of cheap scares. No. And we're not. Like, honestly, that is my one complaint about the entire series is they don't, like, I feel like studios are afraid to have horror movies without at least, like, one to ten, like, loud noise jump scare. Yeah, got to have a bunch of them. And when, so the best parts of these movies occur when that's not happening. You know what I mean? That's true. Uh, though um, I will, you know what, even as somebody who just dislikes jump scares just on principle, yeah. there are a couple. There are a few that, that are, are justifiable. Tr- they are justifiable because they are also super weird. And really good shots, usually. And they're really good shots, yeah. Like, they're, uh, they're just very unexpected, but very 
well executed in a way that it's not like, oh, a thing lurched out of the dark. It's like two people are having a conversation and also, hi, I'm behind you. Like, yeah, that hi, I'm behind you. No one else sees me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that so, was, uh, yeah, the, the red, the, the, the red faced demon from the that first motherfucker. Movie. That, Dude, that was son of a bitch. Shit. That was very creepy. Um, these movies did set up pretty obvious sequel bait, uh, very oh, effectively. Yeah. Big time, big time, big like, time. But something I enjoyed that they did. So, uh, let's, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that as like a concept. Let's get as we into go. it. Let's get into yeah, it. Let's yeah, start yeah. talking about the first so, one. So, Insidious 1, uh, it starts off and like, this is, this is like, it, it becomes the template for every, every movie in the series pretty effectively with how the, how they're structured. So, mm-hmm. it starts off. Something creepy happens, like low level creepy, and it's it's uh, you see it, it's kind of flashing between the dude's current family and the dude's childhood. And you don't really have any explanations for like the childhood stuff you're seeing yet, and yeah. then it ratchets up further and further until like there's a midpoint where it looks like everything's gonna kind of improve, and then it just gets worse. Mm-hmm. And that that is that structure is in every movie, in every Insidious movie, where it's like the midpoint. They, they look like they've solved a big problem, and then and it turns like, out they definitely did not. It's only been an hour. You haven't solved shit. <laughs> <laughs> You've made a mistake, idiot. Uh, so the first one actually is like it. If it weren't full of like dude leaping into orchestra pit style jump scare noises. <laughs> It would be a really good slow burn. Yeah, yeah, but they they lean very hard on those tropes, and I, yeah, I, I think, think it's was, partially out of affection. Of like, yeah. this clearly has a fondness for the horror genre before. There's actually a lot of shots that you can kind of identify uh, as tributes to oh, yeah, yeah. previous movies to uh, other horror movies. Mm-hmm. And there's there's yeah there's like the the, uh, the the fucking the saw mask on the chalkboard and shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Little nods like that. Yeah. And boof. So, so basically, this, this family's getting real haunted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're, they're, they move into a house and their idiot child falls down a ladder yeah. uh, in the attic. Yep. Which, it sets off a chain reaction of hauntings and sends him into a fucking coma. Yup. And everyone's like, why is he in a coma? Why is What's this happening? child in a coma? What has happened? Um, so the doctors are obviously like, I don't know what's going on. He seemed perfectly healthy. <laughs> I, don't, I don't trust these doctors, you know. They're idiots. They clearly don't know about the astral plane, which is apparently full of monsters. Um, so... After a little while, Dalton comes back home. The mom is, like, slowly going nuts, and the dad is, like, progressively trying to ignore everything. He's very um, good at it. He's great at it, honestly. A lot of respect for that. Real, just real like, absentee dad there. A lot of creepy shit going on. I'm just going to work real late. We're I not, not going to be dealing with that. <laughs> nope, not in my you house. You have fun now. <laughs> you have fun, idiot. Um, so it it's... It starts kind of ratcheting further once Dalton, the son, gets back. Uh, the first real big thing 
is like because there's plenty of little shit where it's like doors are slamming, shits running around behind people. They, they and do stuff. some proper poltergeist e things where they yeah, really like, do. There's just like some real. What's going on? There's some it weird was, shit happening. Hmm, not crazy about that. The one. So at some point, the one son, the son who's not in a coma, is like, I don't. Can I move rooms downstairs? I don't like when he walks around outside the door. Neat. And you're like, what? <laughs> no. Wh- whom? <laughs> Excuse and, uh, me, whom? And it's just like, as as this is going on, also occurring that night is the, or that day, sorry, that day occurs a, they fucking, like the baby monitor goes off. Oh, and yeah. then you just hear like an angry voice. You're like, and you're just like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so she goes upstairs to find the baby and there's a dude in the window just yep. chilling, being real creepy. Just a and guy, like, just being hard that pass. guy. Hard pass, friend. Um, And then that night, the the like it, it kicks into full like poltergeist mode. Where a bunch of like a bunch of shit is being seen, and like doors are slamming, doors are opening, alarms are being set off at random, lights are burning out, and you're just like, mm-hmm. <laughs> hard pass. Um, I will say this: the pe- the producers of this movie, the same people who made um, Paranormal Activity, and I think they kind of took the things they learned from making that. Which, you know, say what you will, it's I kind of treat Paranormal Activity like the Blair Witch, like it was a good experiment for a movie. Yeah, like it kind of expanded they never should have made any sequels. <laughs> yeah, they the, it like updated the um, the found footage movie for its era. Definitely. And, it, and in doing so, it was a success. Yep, but did not warrant sequels, did not warrant any of that shit. Yeah. Uh, just like the Blair Witch. Yeah, which so, yeah, man. The I mean, found footage movies existed before Blair Witch. They did. There's a few, but um, it was it was kind of of its era in the same way that then, um, yes, Paranormal Activity was of its era. Totally, totally. Uh, like Blair Witch was very much the. It was also the first one to really, really get kicked off with a a an ad campaign that did its job. Ah, uh, well, there you go. Because like every like the ad campaign for the Blair Witch was like this is a documentary, right? And like it was like is it? And then you're like it's a documentary. You're like that's a documentary. This is a documentary, and you're like okay, that's cool. That's an interesting take. But that's that's what you know got everyone in. Yeah, it's like is this is this really a documentary? And it's like <laughs> no, but <laughs> no, of course but not. It is very creepy, and I mean you know once again like it it the Blair Witch is creepy. Once or twice, just like Paranormal Activity, just like most found footage movies. Like, even I like, I like found footage is like my favorite kind of sci fi horror movie kind of thing. I love those things for some yeah, reason. Yeah. And even I like, it's like, it's recognizable. It's like, this is only scary once or twice, maybe usually only once. Right. Anyway, so this movie, they, they took a lot of the stuff they learned from making that, like making a house creepy. Um, and then just actually Amp. applied some decent cinematography to it right they, they that's something else about these movies is like it's not it's not half-assed like these movies are clearly well shot yeah 
It's kind of weird. Well shot, well executed versus, um, you know, paranormal activity where it's like, we've got to make it look like a security system. And then it and, sucked ass. Like, and boy, howdy, did you? You like, did make I, it look again, like a security system. They were relevant in their moment, but like yeah. having watched them after the fact is just like, Mm-mm. this is like real boring. And yeah, there's some creepy moments, but mostly it's, it's mostly just real boring. Just, it's mostly just re- a, like a couple having an extended domestic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These um, people hate each other. And then they made, like, what, three, four of those? They made, like, five of them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is so cheap to film. <laughs> it's perfect. That's exactly what happens. <laughs> uh, By a like security like, system. Boom. Done. Yeah, Rent a house them, for boom, the weekend. Nailed it. That's exactly it, Put though. some fishing line out. <laughs> Put some fishing line out. Get some fucking some, some reptile feet you can put on a shoe. Walk through some sand. <laughs> Call it good. Which in the movies in the theater, that was like one of the better moments where you're like, fuck. <laughs> but that said, it's also like, eh. <laughs> yeah. The impact is lost. Anyway, Insidious though, uh, so the the house kind of kicks up to fucking eleven and the lady's like, uh and the the, the dude, the, the 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 tall the lead singer of the metal band ghost, um Shows up in their bedroom and menaces the wife. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so she's like, we need to move. There's, mu- there's, there's multiple entities in play. Yeah, yeah. At all times. There's like, there's, there's, there's a creepy it's, old lady. There's which we, the creepy we end dude. up establishing is there's demons and then yep. there's just the souls of the dead who yeah. just hang they're, out and fuck with people because they want to live again. They're dicks. Yeah, they some, they're real dicks. dicks. They are assholes and you're like man what is wrong with you um even like the demons are specifically like mega like double fucking astral dicks yeah you're just like i don't know why like they're like why do you why do you want to you know take over the baby and you're the kid and you're like probably to just be real assholes to everybody around and you're like why because you can right like that that's what's going on here owned high five everyone up top um but the movie doesn't waste a lot of time on establishing motivation because it doesn't need to because these things are creepy and evil. Yeah. Um, it does like there's no like the world building it does feels necessary and it doesn't try to like science up doesn't try to explain too much what of what's happening mechanically, no, which is realistically it, for the best. It, yeah, if you're making a movie about a fucking the you know a, a, a like if we keep saying astral plane because that's like the most reasonable like common comparison, right? Yeah. As far as like things in fiction, it's called the further. It's it's a a place that you can travel to with your spirit, um, but you don't generally want to because it's full of dicks. Yeah, no, it's like dick zone. For real, especially yeah. once once the entities there become aware that there's a living person who's showing up there. They're like, hey, I'm going to fuck with you. And you're like, you, That's uh, that doesn't pass. sound great. It's like, too bad. Yep. We know you're here now, so we're going to fuck with you. And you're like, mm, seems mean. <laughs> not into um, it. Not into it. Not thank into you. it. Hard. I'm good. You guys have a good like like, pass nope. on that. I'm in your I house the now. Option. No option? Oh, okay. Well, maybe I shouldn't have done this. Um, so... They they kind of go through. They they call a priest in the pr- and like the husband gets real mad. 
Because uh, he's he's like, it's not supernatural shit. It's fucking the kid's just going to die. And you're just like, you're like, you've seen weird, goofy, supernatural shit happen like three times now. You've seen several such things. <laughs> like, calm down, bud. Like, just because you haven't seen the weirdest shit doesn't mean the rest. You know what I mean? You're just like, all right. He's, but it's like a denial thing. So, and you find out kind of why. So, it keeps ratcheting up and getting creepy, and then they they bring in the best characters, the paranormal investigator team. These guys rule. So good. Well, so the, like, so it's a uh, Specs and Specs and Tucker, Tucker. I think. And then uh, Elise. No, Elise, who is great. Elise, Holy she's shit! The best character in this franchise. She's like, your paranormal grandma. She's your paranormal grandma, and she's a total badass. She's fucking great. Like. A demon screams at her, and she just screams right back. Yeah. Like, yeah, You're fuck just like, you. Get the fuck, fuck yeah. out. Like, oh, my God. This owns. <laughs> this rules. Uh, but, I mean, she, she does the, she fills the, uh, like, the medium role really well, mm-hmm. which is, you know, that's a dice roll. Because, like, in that character, like, the characters who become the protagonists for the rest of the series, actually. Yeah. Um, Like... I think people real like the people who made the movie realized after the second movie that everyone liked the paranormal investigators more than any of the other characters. I believe they realized that, yes, because they made nothing uh, they but immediately ramped the them second up. One. Yep. And I'm so for it. Like yep, yep. I'm so happy about it. Same. Same. Uh so uh Elise and the, the paranormal investigators come in and they're real goofy. And but but she like immediately starts finding shit. And she's oh, like, yeah. oh, yeah, here's a demon. It's right here. It's real mean. Um, and she's describing it. And she, you know, shows it to the wife. And it's one the mom has seen. It's one the wife has seen. Oh, yeah. Um, and the husband's just like, whatever. And like, whatever, that's, so he, like that's he tells shit. him to fuck off and sends him out. And you're like, this seems like a mistake. <laughs> and then he goes in the kid's room and sees like before the kid was in a coma, all the things that Elise has been describing uh were the kid was drawing before he was in a coma. So he'd been oh, like yeah. astral traveling in his dreams. You know, no and big then, deal as you do. And then Pretty they standard. find out not only he, he got the, he got the power from his dad who has no memory of any of this shit, and then he gets, hey, guess what? You did this too, idiot. Yeah, turns out the reason your son is astral projecting is because you used to astral project just all yeah. the fucking time. Just astral projecting Johnson. That's your name. Astral so, projecting John. Like, that was his, you know, that was written down. They call him in college. It's on his birth certificate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's, and it, so it kind of like, it doesn't, you know, it, it, it's, it's, it's not like the the most amazing complex plot twist, but it's, it was neat, and you're just like, okay. And like, then that oh, explains the stuff okay, from the very okay. beginning of the movie, and like where like the wife's like, oh yeah, he just doesn't like having his picture taken. He's you know, he's, he's always been kind of shy, and then you you find out why, and it's because oh something was trying to fucking kill him, and it showed up in every picture he was in. That's fine. That's cool. Or something was trying to take over cool his thing. body. Um, and then so. They're like, hey, so no one else here can astral project. Only you can. And like, Elise is like, my ass ain't going there. Fuck you. Because she's <laughs> yeah, smart. No. <laughs> Screw that. Not interested. Um, so it's, it's, a, it's a non-land called The Further. And they, they send the husband out. The husband gets the son back. 
the end plot twist of this is before the husband can get back in his body, the thing that was trying to like capture his body as a child gets in his body and kills yep. Elise. And you're like, fuck. And that's my favorite character. Don't worry. She'll be back. Don't worry. Thank God. Because the, the people who produced this movie were like, we're not going to let that cash cow go. Nope. Um, nope. People love her. People liked her and they liked the reception to her and the, the paranormal investigator team was so high compared to like the family that was allegedly the, you know, the, the main characters. Right. They were like, no, we're going to, no, no, we, we got that. So insidious one ends with like this whole thing. Uh, you know, like the, the red demon is blown the fuck out. He's stuck in the further still. The husband gets the kid back and then they, presumably teach the kid to not ask to project anymore like they did with the husband yeah but it's not the husband nope and that's basically the the premise of the entire second film then which here's so like they this is where like they kind of wavered in quality a little bit i think yeah two i would say is definitely the weak point yeah so two takes all the things from one and does them again and does them well and it's like that's nice and i like that but it also like they kind of had on a hat the thing because I felt like they 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 I think horror movies especially when they have sequels feel the need to ratchet that shit up. Yeah, like you can't do the same thing again because at that point people are expecting all this. Or at right. least that's the that's the perception. Like, yeah, I I think that that's been a thing for so long. Yeah, that the assumption for so long that uh, it's just now there's no other way to do it. Like, right. you, you can't just do another horror movie and have it be as competent and as scary as the first one. No, you have to kind of dial that shit way high. Yeah, because otherwise and people are going to think, oh, well, it's stagnated. Like, I don't think I agree, but but it is the expectation. It is what yes. everybody looks for. And so as a result, though, in this movie, at least the second movie specifically, they I think they kind of lost their footing as far as stories go. Yeah. Because they were they were trying real hard to make it like to make the thing that the ghost that took over the husband's body um they basically the second movie is the story of that ghost yeah and so for what it's worth uh it starts off and the husband's been fucking weird forever the house is still fucking haunted well like they they moved another back time they moved to the mom's with, house uh, yeah. the the mom the, yeah with the mom the husband because, the mom, sorry uh because it's like well shit's still weird and it hasn't stopped being weird even though the sun's back now yeah and so then you kind of find out that the sun the ghost inside the sun is effectively a magnet for other ghosts you know normal because they can they can sense when a dead thing is in a living body and so they're creepy and weird all the fucking time as usual and then you meet the ghosts, the the thing that ta- had taken over the son's body. You meet its mother. Oh, and, right. Like, this is where it starts, like, they start the ratchet up thing where they're like, fucking, we're going to turn this way up to fucking 11. And it's like every, like, serial killer like story you you you've heard out of like the 20s and 30s like this mother fucked up this kid super hard and the kid started killing motherfuckers when he was an adult you know standard shit 
And that is so, the worst thing you can say about it is that it is standard. It's pretty standard. Right. That that part of the story was very kind of uninspired. While uninspired story-wise, shot-wise, it was creepy as shit. Oh yeah. Um like the scenes in the hospital horrifying. The scenes in the in the 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 what would end up being the spirit who took over the son, the husband's body. Um, Parker Crane is a dude who was beaten and raised as a woman by a complete psychopath who had been spurned by her husband. Mm-hmm. And as a result, he got real fucked up. Weird Whew. how that works. <laughs> yeah. Like the abuse level was like through the roof, and like as as this is going on, like he can see his mother's spirit, and she is just still just kind of abusing him, mm-hmm. even though he's a ghost. And you're like, man, you can't, like this is like that's like the worst, like that's like a level of punishment. Like someone fucks you over for life, dies, you're finally free to be fucked up and weird. Then you go to, you know, astral hell, and she's there. <laughs> And you're like, that's great. This is fucking rad. This, this fucking owns cool. way into it. <laughs> now we now you get to be here for eternity. Something they did that I liked that was kind of neat was the they established the idea that the living body could not survive forever with a a dead soul inside. Yeah, and this is like, you know, not to say it too dismissively, but there are some hand wavy things going on. Like, there are tons with regard of them. to like the met, you know, the physics the and the nature yeah. of uh, corpses and the sure. bodies and all of the shit that's going on. And so the, I mean, but that's that's fine. Like you know, then it's, it's better than right. It's better than them trying to explain it. Yeah, to, to give it they, a serious explanation, it's just kind of like, oh, this is how it is. Like, okay, cool. Yeah, you're like, like yeah, that makes sense. You get on cool, with your life. On. Yep. Um, the mother and the wife track down the oh no sorry the paranormal investigators figure out they think that um elise is kind of trying to contact them and as a result they get in touch with her former partner who's so this is something of note i think elise and the original partner were modeled off the warrens who are real world people i take it that do this they were demonologists, yeah. They at least seem that way. Um, uh, and Lor- so, actually, humorously enough, the guy who plays the husband in the first two movies also plays Ed Warren in the Conjuring series. Uh, okay. Um, I've not seen him in much else, but he like definitely looks like low rent horror movie Bradley Cooper to me. <laughs> like that's kind of where he occupies. Like I'm, he's actually a good actor. I don't hate him. Like, but it's one of those things where I'm just like, that's where he like, that's where he lives in my brain. This is his zone. This is, yeah, this is the like, poor man's Bradley Cooper. Right. They wanted, they wanted, they got Woolworth brand Bradley Cooper. Woolworth brand. Oh my God. And it's a callback. Hey kids. Oh, um, remember Woolworth? Woolworth. <laughs> it was a store <laughs> that used to exist. Yeah. Uh, they had a lot of racist lunch policies, so they didn't last very long in the modern era. I mean, but they lasted in Alaska. They did we last in Alaska, but that's because, you know, Alaska. Well, that and there was no weird racist lunch policy up here. Yeah, yeah, that ended in the 30s, but nevertheless. <laughs> they did have delicious milkshakes. 
Oh, okay. I don't think I ever went there for a milkshake. I but. got a milkshake there as a child, I think, a couple times, usually when, like, family was visiting. Um, this is, like, when I was, like, six, seven, eight, but I was, like, yeah. I was always, like, yeah, fucking Woolworth milkshakes. Let's do this. Anyway. So, uh, you know, Kmart brand, whatever off-brand Bradley Cooper you want to imagine him as. Yeah, yeah. Um, Take your pick. There's a, a lot. He's a fairly competent actor, and everything I've seen him in, he's been okay in. Anyhow, this, so in two, the, the, the two fellas, um, Specs and Tucker, are, they get in touch with the ex-partner of Elise, and he's like, oh yeah, I can definitely try to, you know, see if Elise is around. Uh, the dice and, man. Yeah, he does the dice thing. And as he's doing that, like, the first few times nothing happens, and they're kind of like, ugh. And then... Like some weird shit starts going on immediately and at least just manifests a bunch of shit and you're just like, whoa, hello. Uh, and then she tells the mom and the paranormal investigator dudes where to find, uh, you know, the, the records for the, the killer. Right. And so it turns out this dude was never caught. So there's just a bunch of missing fucking people. In like the twenties and thirties, missing women mm-hmm. that never got never got found, <laughs> and they find them because they find like a effectively like it looks like what should be like a church, a church room full of corpses. Hey. which was just like, that's not cool. That's the opposite of cool. Holy shit! Not into and this. Like, every part of that. Every every shot in that part was really cool and gross and fucking creepy, and it did a lot. It like it built, despite the story being uninspired, it built itself up in a good way. Yeah, um, like uh, every element of the sequel, I would say, is well executed. It's yeah. just the script that you don't care about. Exactly. So like the concepts are mediocre, but they're well done. So the yeah. result is kind of a disappointing movie that has some good moments. It, and, and it continues a lot of the small references from the first movie, like the red door, the further, the lipstick demon, uh, other demons. And you're just like, man, this is creepy. I like it. Uh, and the, the movie basically wraps up with Josh, the, the husband, um, making his way back with the help of Elise's spirit, Elise's spirit and... Um, her, her ex-partner's spirit. As, as a ghost, she has just become unstoppable. Just a giant... Yeah, just a, just a fucking killing machine. Yeah. As far as, like, with regards to dealing with horseshit other spirits. Like, like she's de- like, yeah, I might... Demons are at it, and she's like, I don't care. She's fucking Obi-Wanning all over the place, basically. She's yeah. like, yeah, okay. She's force ghost level horseshit. It's great. Um, But yeah, it turns out that... The demon didn't quite manage to kill her partner. Tried real hard. Tried real hard. Almost did. And then so she sends him back with with Josh. And it's generally pretty fucking good. Yeah. Uh, Josh gets back to his body. And Parker Crane is basically just tossed into the fucking void. The Black Bride from the first movie. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, get him. High five. (laughs) Boom. And it's like, it's really creepy and weird. And then 
the movie kind of wraps, but it, it, it sets up for another set of movies, which they actually went and made. Um, it sets up as like a, the paranormal investigators are out here with Elise's spirit tagging along doing paranormal investigator shit still. Because so is that she's, what three is about? I don't know. And I don't think so. Three is not related to that end scene because the end scene is really cool, but it's not related directly. Well, that's bullshit because it I super agree. should be. Agreed. Um, because it's creepy as shit. Yeah. Uh, but so, you know, obviously we, we didn't watch three. Three is the fourth. Sorry. Three is the second movie in the chronology. No, three is the first movie in the chronology. So it goes three, four, one, two chronologically. Um, the fourth one. So spoilers for the fourth one from here. It's called last key came out this year. Yeah. Like just came out on Blu-ray a little bit ago. So very, very current. If you don't want yeah. to be spoiled for it, turn the podcast off at this point. I would say we give a decent record. I definitely recommend the first one. Second one. Yep. If you enjoyed the first one, yes. worth checking out. First one had the better demon, I think. Like Yes, agreed. The, the Black Bride, you know, that's fucked up and that's weird. And it's you know, creepy, it's creepy. And weird, but it was it was like a hat on a hat creepy. You know what but I mean? The fucking lipstick face demon is Ooh. Just, just horrifying. Just horrifying. And like his theme song is Tiptoe Through the Tulips. Yeah, like, that's fucking yeah, terrifying. Once, yeah, turns out, uh, I'm going to be honest, you, fucking what's his face? Who did that song? Tiny Tim. Tiny Tim. Man, like, I don't know. Like, I feel bad because that dude was a fucking giant and probably got fucked with a lot. But also, you made real creepy music, Tiny Tim. Yeah, that was real creepy music. So I kind of don't feel that bad for you because <laughs> you're fucking weird. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah. So that demon, that's his. His yeah. Oh God, that was weird. I hope I forget about that. Mm-hmm. God, that, well, the and, first and the fact scene that it just likes happens, to show up behind people and just being a dick and not like not like grabbing them, just showing no, up, just standing just there, there, staring visual. and like growling. Yeah, yeah. So standing there and growling, or uh, being up in the corner of the ceiling. Where just, only Elise can see him. Just being just, a real dick. Just a huge dick. Just total dick moves he's just great. all the time from that demon. He was great and he was like an alien presence. Like, you know what I mean? He was acting like a demon. He wasn't acting like a human. Right. Which is ideal. Which is and great. A, because the subsequent villain, you know, the, the one and two, is based on a human. Like, it was a human it, who was alive. It was, it was a serial killer and he's a fucking lunatic. Yeah. So he's a fucking lunatic, but he's still human. And so yeah, and he, he acts like a human. Not as scary. Not as scary. Still creepy. Not very as scary. creepy. Very creepy. But if you yeah. you could skip two and watch the fourth fourth one, probably the third one too. Like I said, I'm going to watch the third one this week just because I want to see yeah, it. Yeah, now. yeah. Jake will give us an uh, opinion on the third one. <laughs> I'll give you the opinion next week. Um, so the fourth one, last key spoilers, like non spoiler review. Watch it. I enjoy it. Definitely. Check it out. Yeah, I I would say that it's not quite as good as the first one, but it's right there next to it. Like it's whereas right there was a, there, yeah. a dip with number two. Yep. Um. Yeah. That very very enjoyable. Jesus kind Christ. of expands on its bullshit. Definitely more fucked up. Super fucked up. Yeah. Just just constantly fucked up. Like but it's the, it's centered on Elise and Spectre, the investigators. Was which, it Parker? 
the Part, third one? No. Tucker, Tucker, Tucker and Specs, Tucker, there it I think. Is. Tucker. Yeah, uh, and those guys rule. Like They realized, again, they're the best parts of this franchise. Yep. So it's focused on them, and that helps a lot. Agreed. So agreed, spoilers agreed. from here on out. Yeah, yeah. Um, Specs and Tucker, yeah. So starts off uh, with Elise having Elise as a child um, talking about seeing ghosts and shit with her mom. Yeah. And her dad really doesn't like that shit. No, he does not. Like, it's not really explained why he doesn't like that shit, but boy howdy does he not fucking like it. He like, really does not care for like, it. routinely beats the shit out of Elise for it. Yeah, Within like all the, the time. first five minutes, there's a kill, which is like, wow, fuck yeah, you. It, it does not waste any time. Um, so... Uh, she at least the eight-year-old girl basically sees fucking ghosts and shit everywhere and there's one in their room with her and her little brother and her little brother is fucking scared shitless of ghosts but he can't see them but they fuck with him anyway mm-hmm. she can see them yeah um and whoo so this she sees a ghost and it scares little brother little brother Blows the the whistle the mom gave him to, that will you know she'll come whenever the whistle's blown to right. save him. Only she doesn't come. The dad comes. <laughs> yeah, and he's beats a deeply sh- unpleasant man. He's a real dick. He beat. Mm-hmm. He's the, he's a he's a prison warden. Yeah. So he beats the shit out of Elise. And uh, you're like, wow, fuck you, guy. Yeah, and fuck then, this guy for real. As punishment, because Elise is seeing ghosts he's like i'm gonna lock you in the fucking basement which she does not want to go in the basement because no. the basement is full of ghosts apparently mm-hmm. and uh so she gets down there creepy shit happens she turns the generator on it turns the lights on and then the lights just go out and then she sees a door in the wall and hears a voice and then a hand covered in keys comes out and she kind of goes into like a um like a trance. Um, the house is shaking at this point. Like the whole fucking house, whole building. This is just the prequel. Like this is just the lead in to the This is like the, the first five minutes. You're like, fuck you. Um, and then the mom goes downstairs. Whatever this demon is, takes one of the wires that hangs, that is hanging a light and just fucking like strangles her with it. And you're like, that's a bold fucking start. Cause like you know this is the fourth movie so they really they are really just ratcheted up to fucking eleven was yeah, as far not, as like how fucked up stuff waiting. goes and you're like fuck and then the husband comes downstairs and he's losing his fucking mind and he blames the kid of he blames course. Elise Elise wakes up and she's horrified and she's like she's got a, a a dream journal where she's been taking more notes as she's had these dreams about these things you know and uh. Yeah, man. So, whew. so it starts off, and then a dude calls them, and uh, it's Elise and the and the fellas who are now living with her. This is like a, this is a prequel directly to the first movie. So, yeah. they're living with her, and they are complete retards, and they're great. They're yeah, they're fantastic. They're, they're the comic relief, basically. 
they are, but they're also like low key, probably some of the best characters just because they like the like anytime that the the Tucker is meeting anybody, he's always eating some fucking like sandwich shaped thing. Oh, yeah. And just glaring for no real reason. <laughs> Like you're like what is what are you doing, bud? Like the first movie, he's eating hot pockets. Oh yeah, and just the whole fucking time, just yeah. Whenever he meets Same. somebody, just stop. Oh, hey, hot pocket eating something. In this movie, he's eating like fucking ice cream sandwiches and shit. And you're just like, what are you doing, bud? Um, so they get a call from a dude in New Mexico, and she's like, I can't come help you. Blah blah blah. And then they find out the guy basically like is real real insistent because shit's going weird. Mm-hmm. And uh, Elise is like, oh, I have to go do this alone. And naturally, Tucker and Specs are not going to let that shit happen. Of course I not. I was legitimately worried because I was like, oh, no, did they just fuck it? Because I, like, I was like, did they write them out of the fourth movie this way? Because it looks like it for a minute. For and a they second, show up in a fucking freshly painted Winnebago with their their team's brand on it. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it was five hundred bucks or seven hundred. Now bucks. you gotta Plus take two hundred for the for the paint job. Yeah, <laughs> now we gotta go with you. And you're like, just they like, try to be rolling. They they try to roll up in the fucking like Ghost Hunters United yeah. or whatever uh-huh. like type type of uh, you know like t shirts and hoodies. Yeah. She's like, actually, I have something else that I've, you know. I have some stuff for you. Yeah, it's, it's, it's shirts that um, the the ex partner used to wear. Right. So you know, collared black tie. It's a really sharp they look. look. They do, but they look they look a little bit like a cross between paranormal investigators and Mormon missionaries. Yeah, a bit. Yeah, it's and, like they uh, got dressed up for photo day. It's pretty, it's funny, but it's, it's kind of, it's the gag is like, that's their costume throughout all the other movies. That's mm-hmm. what they dress like. So this is where they get their costume. Um, and it's a neat little like nod. You're like, oh, that's cool. Good. Yeah. Going forward. I get it. Fun, fun. Goofy, goofy. And uh, this movie and then it does gets a lot right of like, being fucked up. Super fucked up. So they get to this, this house and uh, he's real cagey and no one can figure out why. Yeah. And Elise is just seeing and hearing shit immediately. Mm-hmm. Like, they're in the building for, like, five seconds, and she's seeing stuff, and it's creepy as fuck. And then he's like, blah, blah, blah. That's, most what, that's the what the ghost is saying, just help her over and yeah, over, the, right? This, yeah, it's this ghost screaming, help her. And you're like, what's going on, chief? Yeah, that seems fine. <laughs> and then there's, like, a triple plot twist. Just like right down the line. Mm-hmm. So two nights of investigation, they meet or like night one goes weird. This ghost is like, help her, help her, help her. And she's like, I don't know what this means. This is fucked up. Uh, and the dude is like, he's real curious as to why they spend any time outside of the, the room that he said the ghost was in. Yeah. And, like, he's real suspicious. And you're like, okay, whatever, dude. Yeah, no, I don't know about this guy. Not a fan. He's real cagey. He's real suspicious. And you're like, all right, fuck you. And then they they cut to, like, a like a diner. And then at least these two girls come in, and they look vaguely like her, basically. Yeah. They look very familiar. 
She talks to him and she finds out it's her brother's fucking kids. Her brother who grew up hating her because mm-hmm. she left at 16 she, because yeah. their dad's a psychopath. <laughs> Which, you know, can't fault her for that decision, but Mm-mm. I can see how her brother is yeah. like, oh, left to so deal you with left a, me with the fucking monster. Yep, who the real monster. Us regularly and yep. is just doing weird shit all the time. Just the creepiest shit, man. So the thing that sparks her leaving is she sees a, a little girl in the house. And she's like, there's someone in the laundry room. And the, the, the dad looks in. There's no one there. Uh, goes to hit her. And she like does some kind of weird psychic fucking like, this is how you're going to die thing to him. <laughs> and you know, like he's, standard he's stuff. on the floor. And you're like, all right, fucking A. And she just bolts. And he's like, you, you know, no one's ever going to love a freak like you. You're fucking weird. Blah, blah, blah. She needs to let her go. She needs to learn that no one will ever love someone like her. And you're like, God damn, yeah, dude. Jesus. Dial it back. And then you kind of figure out, you slowly start figuring out what's going on. Yeah. So. You begin to put Elise, it together from here. And it gets fucking, it gets, so this is where the, the, the plot twisting it's starts. It's dark. Right? It's quite it's dark. fucked up. So. Elise is led down to the basement uh, by, by the this ghost. ghost. Yeah, and uh, the ghost is blowing her little brother's whistle to lead her to where where to help. Mm-hmm. They find a room that has been concreted over. Then they 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 figure out that the one of the keys on the dad the the dad's old like warden key ring opens it because it looks like a, a skeleton key kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. And once they get in there, the whistle's on the ground, and there's a what looks like a ghost chained to a wall. It's not a ghost. Spoiler alert! Yeah. Twist incoming. It's not a fucking ghost. It's a real person. And Which then the dude t- comes downstairs. Tucker calls that out. Like that's yeah. not a ghost. Like because you, you know, he can as see the it. audience, you're like, oh man, that's that's fucking that's a fucked up ghost. Right? No, then, it's not. Then no, Tucker sees it. Tucker, yeah, t- it's not a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and the, which is like, you're like, huh? And you're what just an like, interesting development. Me. This is horrifying. I don't like this. Then the dude comes downstairs waving a gun around, and he's like, I don't know why you came down here. I just wanted you to get the ghost out. And uh, and he's going nuts. He's like, he's in my head. He's making me do this. And you're like, what the <laughs> uh, fuck? Who? <laughs> this is fine. Uh, and then he hears, uh, so Specs hears them on the mic and he, yeah. he makes noise and the guy goes after him. Uh, the guy, he basically Specs trips the guy and drops a fucking, or no, he, the guy chases him. He hits him in the back, knocks him on the ground and drops a fucking dresser on his skull. Yeah. And you're just like, hell yeah, Specs, get him. <laughs> Boom. Um, dealt with. And once again, this is about an hour into the movie, so you're like, yeah, there's you're still like, wow, quite a okay. bit left. Wow, they caught this weird fucking guy who has people caught in his basement, or that has this lady like chained up. Mm-hmm. That's real fucked up. Good, good on them that they caught him. Nope, that's not the end. No, it's the middle. That's ah! the middle. So the brother shows up to kind of because this is their family's house. So the brother shows up to yeah, it's her childhood house. That's the real twist. Is this guy asked yeah. for help? And it's, the and house it's her where childhood home. Up. It's fucked up. So she's seeing visions of her dad and shit the whole time. And as the daughter, the her 
her fucking nieces are investigating the house. One gets uh, tricked into looking into a closet, like a, a closet area, and then knocked into a fucking wall, and then her soul gets stolen. Yeah, so she accidentally finds the place where the fucking... Elise found the door. Yeah, where Keyface is hiding. The demon. Which is, turns out, is the basement, and Keyface can manifest wherever he wants sometimes. Mm-hmm. And boy, howdy, is that dude fucked up. Yeah, so as we learn in the subsequent scenes, uh, the guy who had those uh, had that lady chained up and everything... Had this thing in his head, telling yeah, him what to do. Yeah, like, it's not, like... Whoever ends up there, whoever lives there, mm-hmm. there's a chance that Keyface is just going to get into their head and make them start abducting people. Just serial killing motherfuckers. Yeah. This Which is a really is not... fucking terrifying concept. And additionally, the second twist, which happens after they discover the unconscious girl. That the girl that 16-year-old at least saw wasn't dead either. Nope. Turns out her dad had been doing the same thing. Yep. But she ah! was dead after that. Oh, yeah. He kills the shit out of her. Yeah. And then she at least goes and finds the corpses, the bodies. And they've been chopped up and put into suitcases in like a fucking some kind of tube. <laughs> yeah, it's like a ventilation tube or something. I think the, the premise of that whole basement area yeah. is that... Uh, it, it was a, a fallout, yeah, fallout shelter. Oh, that yeah, 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 that makes more sense. And so that's why it's got the ventilation system and the concrete walls and everything. Ventilation system full of corpses. Yeah, now which full not a women. selling point. Yeah, All these no, women that got abducted by a pr- you know the warden of a prison, mm-hmm. or and possibly somebody before and certainly and people after. after. Yep. Hey. Oh boy, and so. Part of the reason that Keyface is obsessed with Elise and her family, because this whole thing is kind of like a lot of it is bait to get Elise back into the further where Keyface lives, mm-hmm. is with Elise's power at his disposal, he can enter other doors. Yeah. Like rather over. than just that one, he can just he can go around and abduct whoever he wants. Abduct and, you know, fucking possess and torture people and shit. And you're you just know, like, standard no thanks, shit, man. Really? And he's like a real creepy design. And so the he kidnaps the, the one niece's soul, steals her soul, which is horrifying. One of his abilities is he can make you not be able to talk or he can silence your soul effectively. Yeah. Which is like, that's the least cool thing humanly possible. Yeah, it's really pretty fucked up. Um, I'm against it. Not, uh, not a fan. Man. Not a fan. And so it kind of continues this this weird uh thing elise goes into the astral plane or the to, you know astral projects and then she gets kind of caught up in the further um and they're like oh well we need to send someone in to get her none of us can do that and the one the of course one of the nieces is like i can do that yeah so they <laughs> hypnotize her and there's a there's a goofy comic relief scene there Specs trying to hypnotize people. Yes. Trying to hypnotize her. Like, just can't yeah. figure it out. Nope. And uh, the other guy does, like, a very goofy horror movie hypnotist job. And it's funny. 
and then Which so is she's the in the same further. method they use in the previous film, right? The the metronome yeah. and all that. Metronome and the flash, the flashlight in the face is what he did different, which was real stupid. <laughs> um, but it was funny. It was meant to be. You know, it was obviously clearly like part of the the humor set of the movie. Um, but so they they send this girl to the astral plane, and Anna, the go the girl who gets killed by the father, um, in the in you actually see her get killed, um, is like I will help you. It's like, I can't go in there, because if I go in there, he'll fucking kill me. Right. And you're like, you're a ghost, but okay, that's fucked up. <laughs> yeah, it turns out he can't kill ghosts, though. He can kill the shit out of ghosts, which is like, that's fucking news to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so everyone's souls, he's like, so since Keyface is uh, kind of a dick, he's a prison warden, too. So he's got a bunch of souls kind of locked in like their last few moments. Like, like they're locked into cells. Yeah. And Elise is there and she's not in a cell. She's trying to figure out what's going on. And she sees her dad. And then she sees Keyface. And then she sees the niece. Right. The, the niece whose soul has been stolen. Mm-hmm. And you're like, this is, nope, this is fucked. And then Keyface gives her the opportunity to get revenge on the dad. And she wails on him for a while before mm-hmm. the other niece shows up and is like, Hey, don't you know, she yells her name and then Elise figures out what's going on. She's like, I'm not gonna feed you and just yeah. fuck it. As usual, Elise in Astral Plane is a giant badass. Yeah, just, just like snaps, snaps a fucking, fucking crowbar in half. Yeah, it's a it's a cane. Doesn't matter. Just Doesn't snaps matter. it. She without snaps crying. it over her knee and you're just like, Jesus fucking Christ, lady. <laughs> and uh like that's the, the whole premise is like she's you know she might be a frail old lady but like astrally she's fucking she's toe to toe with she's on that face and shit. other demons right exactly so <laughs> there's a big fucking fight and it's 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 a little bit like you know it's a horror movie fight so it looks like they're gonna lose and then they blow the whistle and then hey, guess what? The whistle still works. The fucking mom spirit shows up and yeah. she's not taking anybody's shit. Nope. Just going to, uh, which banishes damn, why didn't a she, demon. Why didn't she show up earlier? Really? Uh, no, that would have been real nice of her. Agreed. And yeah, way earlier. But anyway, so the mom's spirit shows up and just like fucking just banishes this demon that has been menacing everybody. Yeah, and you're just like, to the shadow me. realm instantaneously. Like, Goodbye, idiot. And you're like, fuck me. Like, it's a little bit of a deus ex, or, you know, deus ex machina, deus ex machina, whatever. Um, but it's also, like, that's pretty fucking cool. And you yeah. kind of knew what was going to happen when they kept referencing the whistle. You're like, yeah. Um, the mom or someone is going to show up when the whistle's blown to, to save the day. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, um, that, that also, like, so after she wails on her dad, then Keyface tries to kill her. Yeah, and her dad's ghost like oh same, jumps yeah. in the way of uh of yeah in like an act her. of contrition kind of a thing. He's yeah. like, I didn't want to do this to you. It was, yeah, you I'm figure sorry. out it was Keyface possessing him, and he was effectively trying to keep her locked in the house through like a cycle of fucking psychological abuse, so he could eventually use her power to do the thing. Yup. Dun dun dun. It was cool. So and yeah, then, the, the whole thing's well executed. In those final scenes, they see the kid from the first movie. Right. Which so is it's setting it up, up as the direct prequel. Yeah. Which is pretty okay. 
Yeah, no, it's it's solidly executed. I definitely liked it more than the second one. Um, yeah, it gave me more of those characters that I like so much. Elise, exactly. Spex, and Tucker, Tucker, just yeah. being ridiculous human beings. They're fucking great. They are. They, you know, it's one of those things where it's like they are. They do everything that a horror movie hero should. They're kind of like weird, plucky underdog dorks, and you're like, yeah, all right. Horror movie hero, you're likable. They're likable people. You have done it successfully. Good job. You are likable, and thereby the audience connects with you. So many other. I, horror I don't movies mean that like dismissively. Yeah, like no, no. We, that's, we've like, watched that's some it. horror movies where it's a struggle to yeah. like, much less care about anybody. So it's like bad things are happening, but those people suck ass anyway. So whatever. Right. Exactly. You're just like. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, f- fuck that person. Fuck them. Fuck them. Dicks. <laughs> I think um, maybe my favorite example of that that we've watched is the, the, the fucking Sasquatch horror movie. Oh, yeah, where you're just like, fuck these people. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't the, care about this whole fucking town. <laughs> yeah. The, where, the, where they had to literally make Sasquatch a rapist to get us to care about the, the non-Sasquatch he, characters. Even then, you're just kind of like, I guess, man. <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> Like, <laughs> yeah no like, this like, this actually like the insidious series does get you to care a bit like but, the initial family is fine eh, they're, they're they're fine they're decent enough characters that you're not like they stumbled onto the the the, the paranormal team though 100 percent. yeah like, that the was paranormal that was an team accident. it turns out everyone's in their court like hell yeah you're like in more corner, of these dudes give us those guys and also, maybe you shouldn't have killed Elise in the first movie. Yeah, dummy. you fools. You fools. <laughs> um, I she will was the say best I thing liked... about this fucking franchise, you idiots. <laughs> exactly. And like, I was like, I liked the the dude, her ex-partner from the second movie. I yeah, he, he was, was pretty, he was pretty too. cool, too. So I was like, I wasn't against that. I was like, all right, man, fucking. I would have loved a movie where it's all four of them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Just which... messing up people in the astral plane and shit. Just showing the fuck up. What's up, nerds? Yeah, no big deal. You, Banish yeah, well, demons. Yeah, yeah. You're just, just like you're a ghost. Can, whatever doesn't matter. Don't yeah, care. Evaporated. Later, <laughs> idiot. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very spooky. No one cares. Yeah, no one cares. Fuck. Oh, oh you live home. in you live in a spectral <laughs> jail. Eat shit. <laughs> eat eat all this shit. Banished. <laughs> we found a second shadow realm to send you to. <laughs> it's a double shadow realm. This is your home now. This is where <laughs> Congratulations. You <live>. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> but it's great. And like that they make those they make these hero characters, these protagonists really good. Mhm. Yeah, it's, like, it's 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 very enjoyable. It's yeah. you know, it's a horror movie. It's not the most sophisticated in storytelling, but it is competent, it's well executed, and it is creepy when it matters for it to be creepy. 100%. And they actually dial back the jump scares as the movies go on. Or honestly, like the yeah. cheap jump scares. Yeah, there's still like some still... jump scares, but they honestly, like, they do some just almost Hitchcockian, like, anti-jump scares, too. Oh, totally. Where it's like, oh, something's happening, but we're not going to show it to you. Yeah. Like when um, you pretty fucking when Elise sure gets happening. captured by, uh, by Keyface right at the end, or right yeah, toward oh. the end. Like, yeah. no, you don't see him. Mm-mm. You just like, see the hand. You see the hand, and you hear a scream, and that's it. Yep. And it's creepy. Scene over. Yeah, it's it's creepy. Yeah, it's good stuff. 
Because, like, up until this point, Elise has been pretty competent and, like, competently powerful at dealing with things. Mm-hmm. So whenever she is mat- or, you know, matched or overmatched by a thing, you're like, fuck. <laughs> yeah. And this thing clearly has her number. Yeah. Through it the entire film. It has her number film. super well in that it, like, launched several conspiracies to get her back to the house. Yeah. And you're like, fuck me. <laughs> anyway, it's good. Uh... Like I said, like I was ready to go into these movies tearing them apart because I was mm-hmm. pretty sure, like my brain was like these, like when I when I remember them, I was, like, I was like these sucked, and I went in and watched them, and I was like one is great, two is watchable. I would say if you want, if you really hard up for more of the the paranormal investigators, watch two, mm-hmm. um, or if you want to conclude the storyline of the first family, if you care about that at all, yeah, if you then, like them, yeah, then that's a decent way to do it. You'll get the closure that you so desire. It's true, and they are, you know, they are, they are likable, so they're not, like, the worst people. No, no, they're fine. Um, Low-rent fucking, what's-his-face, Rocket Raccoon, uh, is, like I said, a fairly competent actor whose name I keep fucking forgetting. Uh, What is, hang on, I'm going to look at his fucking, reveal your secrets. Reveal your secrets, grass. Patrick Wilson is his name. And he is, uh, he's a singer. Oh, really? Yeah. He's, I guess he's in musicals and shit. Yeah. Huh. That's weird. Didn't expect but, that. But nevertheless, um, no, capable actor, uh, yeah. does, I would say, do a really good job of differentiating between, uh, um, oh, the characters he's playing. Yeah, between yeah. when he's being Josh and when he is possessed. Yep. Totally. 100% I would agree like possessed Josh is a different person and you can tell and it's it's subtle you know what I mean yeah anyway it's fucking good very enjoyable um but yeah at least go watch Insidious and this new one and I will like I said if you if you are dedicated to waiting for our call our opinion on three I'll watch it this week and we yeah, will Jake will, Jake will let you know but yeah uh, yeah don't feel the need to wait on that one the three yeah, that we you, watched one two and four pretty fucking are all good. pretty solid yeah they're watchable as horror movies and it's how it's fucking it's october yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. get you some horror movies i'm yeah. actually uh and you know we might try to arrange for this um but i'm already planning to for halloween watch as many of the howling series as oh, I could you, successfully torn you fucking degenerate. <laughs> so, so I'm looking forward to that. That should be pretty entertaining. Fucking the howling, Jesus Christ! Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, like yeah. lower rent American werewolf in Paris. Yes, that is exactly what it appears to be. And <laughs> here's the deal: like, just pulling up my uh, list of torrents here. Don't list mind of me. The howling movies. Aren't there like uh, seven of them? There's like seven of them. And of those, he said, waiting for the uh, fucking um, NAS grade hard drives in his NAS to spin up. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that I finished There's eight one. of them. There's eight of them. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. One came out in 2011, but. Oh, yeah. No, they've, they've still been developing that franchise for some reason. Oh, thank reason. God. Um, but... I have managed to get 
the, the guy who directed. Okay. So the, the Howling first one. Yeah. Howling two, subtitle: Your sister is a werewolf. Yeah, yeah. Which is literally. <laughs> yeah. That's that's what it's called. Mm-hmm. Um, and Howling four. And I'm furious because... Howling 4, is, its tagline is the original nightmare. Yeah. Um, Howling 3's tagline, or, you know, subtitle is the marsupials. Yeah, which I am desperate, desperate to see that. And unfortunately, it is only like 50% seated, so... Damn it, damn it. <laughs> uh, so the director of the first Howling ser- movie, not the rest of the series... Is the guy who directed Inner Space, The Burbs, Gremlins 2, and Looney Tunes back in action. Wait, what? Yeah, Joe Dante. Looney Tunes back in action, though. Is the same guy who directed... Oh, he also directed Piranha, which is amazing. It's terrible. Uh, oh, I bet. He, yeah. So he directed that, and he also directed Explorers in Inner Space. All right. And and the Burbs, which is possibly one of Tom Hanks's finest roles. <laughs> Astonishing. Like if you've never seen The Burbs, buddy, let me tell you. All right. You are missing out. Good to know. As Wait, an aside, have you never seen The Burbs? I've never seen The Burbs. Good lord. Seriously, <laughs> Tom Hanks and Carrie Fisher. All right. All right. And that Corey Feldman, like, I forgot about that. Sounds like I gotta check that out. Um, yeah, anyway, sorry. What I wanted to tell the listeners yeah. is if you have the ability <laughs> to see Howling 6, The Freaks, 3, The Marsupials, or Howling 7, please do so. Yeah. Because uh, I'm trying to get those finished. Or Howling Reborn from 2011. Well, I mean, I could probably get that one pretty easy. Yeah. It's a teen horror film. I mean, it's that sounds about right. It's a reboot of the Howling series, Oz. Oh, I don't know. Jesus it's a Christ. reboot. Oh, boy. Yeah, in that case, never mind. Just give me seven. Seven has been at like 97% for weeks now. I'm furious. Seven is called New Moon Rising. It was direct to video. That's probably why you're having trouble actually torrenting it. Somebody mostly seeded it. I know. I could probably play that video file. It'll just error out a couple times. I'm... I'm, I really want somebody to hook me up with the marsupials, though. Like, yeah, that is yeah. the one I'm Listeners, really... if you got a line on any of the Howling franchise that Oz needs, please let us know. Yeah, I cause... gotta see the marsupials. Like, I cannot imagine that being anything other than amazing. I am... Yeah. Oh, so here's, here's the deal. Um, it's a 1987 Australian horror sequel to The Howling. Australian horror sequel? Wait, is that a uh, genre? <laughs> no, I mean, it's an Australian movie. They also had Black Sheep, uh, so which I never watched. This was released as The Marsupials Howling 3 and Howling 3 The Marsupials in different countries. Huh. Yeah. It's, All right. it's the howling in the Australian outback. I mean, thank God for that. Werewolves have evolved with females having marsupial pouches to nurse their young. All right. It's sure. the only PG-13 rated entry in the series. What are all the rest? R. Wait, they're all R. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Fucking The Howling. God damn it. Oh, what a series of fucking movies. Yeah. But Insidious, 
worth checking yeah, insidious out. go watch insidious go watch those fucking they're like there's four of these movies and they're pretty fucking tolerable go check them out yeah. actually like, you know, obviously except for third because i don't know but you know if you like the third one let us know um or if you thought the third one was shit let me know before i watch it i'm gonna watch it anyway yeah, please please warn him yeah so i can go in expecting it to be shit and then probably be surprised by how much i enjoy it because that's pretty much what happened with these other two movies <laughs> these are three movies yeah that is the story yeah anyway thank you for uh thank you for listening tune in wednesday and uh i believe i have oh tune in wednesday i have fucking i have bird from friends against government on wednesday Ooh, hey that's gonna, gonna be a barn burner about, talk about hip hop and other things and a bunch of other stuff probably a lot of horse shit honestly anyway tune in then and tune in friday if you're a backer buy a shirt do all that stuff Thank sell a shirt listening. to people on your dating programs. Yeah, sell a shirt to uh, to people on Tinder, Grinder, or whatever kind of er. Um, whatever er that you frequent. Yeah, whatever er, which actually sounds like vaguely metaphysicy. Metaphysicy? Oh. Yeah, metaphysicy is good. Metaphysical. I, like I mean, that's the word, but like you know, metaphysic-ish. Anyway. Metaphysics adjacent. <laughs> It's like it's if metaphysics were not metaphysics at all. Anyway, thank you for listening. Goodbye. I love you. Yeah.